Welcome to the PVYA Orthodox Youth Podcast. We're here at St. Herman's Conference in Vineland, New Jersey. My name is Sasha Trubetskoy, and I'm here with Andre, who is a third-year seminarian at the Jordanville Seminary. Uh, Did I get that right? Yeah, Holy Trinity Orthodox Seminary. Okay, fair enough. Everyone knows the full name. That's right. We all know Jordanville. So our topic today is uh, how orthodoxy approaches physical fitness. Um, So you and I know each other, and I know that you used to be very much into physical fitness. Is that something that you're still still involved in? Yeah, um, about half a year ago, just about when the semester started again in Jordanville, the fall one, I got back into it. I'm actually training under Luke Kendrat, mm, who mm, is mm. a second-year seminarian, but he's yoked. <laughs> not, so he has sure. the full right. He has the, he actually founded this thing called the Calisthenics Club, first of its kind in Jordanville. At- at the seminary yeah okay. we do like you know mile runs we do circuit training weightlifting sure. it's amazing Very how many much. uh how much time per week or per day do you dedicate i mean because you guys are, are pretty busy between yeah. you know church services and, and your schoolwork and everything right yeah very. and your and your and other very. other things that you're asked to do from time to time at the monastery if you have free time in jordanville it means that you're supposed to be somewhere and you forgot that's basically <laughs> how it goes that's actually but we still yeah. manage to squeeze in about two to three hours a week okay which is very good um yeah it it only takes about an hour you know on uh, we do tuesday at 4 p.m and then saturday at 1 p.m so yeah, yeah. why do you do it i mean is there obviously for personal reasons um and then also spiritual right I want to say I do it for spiritual <laughs> reasons, but I just do it so I can be yoked. You know, that's, that's the real truth, you know? Okay, okay. Some people, you know, like, they'll be like, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get in touch with myself and really, like, become yeah. a str- you know, have that, like, mind-spirit connection. I'm just trying to look yoked. I'm trying to get shredded. <laughs> so that's my honest truth. But okay. that's but, that's you know, good that yeah, you're yeah. honest. And, and, it, and so, okay, so does that, now, where does that rank in your priorities, though? Working out? Yeah. I'd say it's pretty big up there. I wouldn't miss a church service for it, though. Okay. And if I'm trying to bulk, for example, as you know, much of a temptation it might be, I'm not going to pull out, you know, Salisbury steak <laughs> during like you know Great Lent or oh, something course. and just start, you know, like whipping it up for the sake of protein. Well, so I just want to, you know, I just want to analyze that a little bit. So, sure. um, because you know, you're saying you want to get yoked, and definitely that's you know a visual kind of physical thing. Um, it's a personal kind of achievement as well. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean you, I mean, everyone knows this, who's into fitness or mm-hmm. who's been working out, you do get mental benefits. Yeah. It, I mean, it really helps your brain. So maybe you're not telling me all the reasons it's, why. Do you mind if I clarify? All okay. right. I'm being okay. a little bit silly here. Sure. It's sure. not a hundred percent just because I want to get, you know, but the question is why do you want to get yoked? Yeah. What, what is nice about it? So the strength, the discipline that you go through, I mean, it's one thing when you train on your own, mm-hmm. but when you have a trainer working with you, he's not going to pay to you. And whenever you reach your point and you're like, okay, that's it. I've had enough. He's like, no, you'd have it. You get back <laughs> uh, down there. Okay. You think one plank is bad? You need to do five of them. So, so you, yeah. So a trainer is He important. breaks you. He, he, he convinces you that you can do things that you thought you couldn't. That's the basic premise. And when you begin to discipline your body and whip it in a shape like that, you become a stronger, confident, more kind of, how do you put it? Composed man. That's uh, what I want to say. Sure. And that yeah. reflects in other aspects of your life. Spiritual life included, because mm-hmm. if you can whip yourself in a shape at the gym and you can get strong despite you, you know, not feeling it some days or sure. just getting, you know, tired. If you can do that, 
then you can wake up at 6 a.m. and go to church in Jordanville, you know, and, and it's not as hard anymore. <laughs> That's right. You can stand up straight during vigil, and it begins to reflect on other parts of your life. So It's like, um, have you heard of Jocko Willink? Jocko Willink. Yeah, it's like I he, love he, Jocko he posts Willink. photos of his watch at like 4 a.m. or uh-huh. whatever time he wakes up. It's like you guys wake up at 4 a.m. basically for church, honestly. Yeah, we're nowhere close to Jocko Willink. <laughs> He'd probably eat us if he showed up. But, <laughs> All um, right. Yeah, in some ways, I think that um, there is this... I once watched a video actually about 10 things that billionaires do that normal people don't. Mm, okay. And I was so shocked to find out that seven or eight of them, you know, seminarians did too, mm. wear the same outfit every day. We have our black cassocks. That's uh, it. You whoa, know, like, okay. And that, that's what, you know, guys like Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs like to do. And Einstein too, really successful Simplifying people. Your, Simplifying your life. You're not thinking um, about, you know, what you're wearing. You just have your cassock. That's it. Waking was, up uh, early, you know, all those things. There you go. I, I was just talking to uh, Michael um, in a different episode and we mentioned um, as part of a fasting topic that you're shedding all these things that are extra, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, the quote that I, that I, that we kind of read was that when the, when the way grows narrow, this St. John Chrysostom, when the way grows narrow, the heaviness, uh, that comes of gluttony is a great hindrance, right? So it's like, you're, you're shedding that. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, you know, I, I'm pretty thin, so I don't have a, I don't, <laughs> sure. I, I haven't really seen the physical effects of gluttony just yet. Well, you know, we, I we all to, have our goals, right? Some yeah. some people are gaining, some people some are people cutting. Are, yeah, but yeah. one thing I learned is, and this is really important, if you're in a, you're a thin guy and you think that you have to go eat meat during a fasting period because you need to gain that weight, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I once had a bodybuilder at Gold's Gym, which is massive, and he, he told me, eat carbs, eat, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what I started doing. Mm-hmm. And the second I started doing that, you know, I started, you know, fasting in Jordan, you have no choice. Well. I mean, I just started eating <laughs> pasta and all the stuff that they had there. I put on 25 pounds. And none of it is that, you know, I was very amazed to see that. Does so. does fasting in Jordanville require less effort because you have no choice? It requires almost zero effort because all wow. the meals, you know, they're cooked in a, you know, great sure. manner. I actually prefer the, the fasting food in Jordanville to the non-fasting. Oh, interesting. Because, because they try harder huh. when it's fasting food. Non-fasting, they just prepare something, put a <laughs> pitcher of milk on the table. It's all <laughs> vegan food. There's just a pitcher of milk yeah. and a plate of cheese. So that's that's ironic, but it's it's uh, it's an interesting point, although I will say that your uh, body and your mind, I guess, still feel the same effects regard. I mean, you're still at the end of the day, you're still eating the correct food and, yeah. and obviously your behavior change as well. So you're still, you know, getting the effects, even though maybe it's a little easier because you're not as tempted yeah, you know, it, it's harder the out there in the world. I I, yeah. I totally understand that it's harder out there in the world when all your friends are like, "Bro, let's go to Chick Fil A," and it's you know like Great Friday, and you're like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's tough. It's that's, tough in Jordanville. That, yeah, you just rough. walk across the street and you have Gregory the cook making you know lentil soup and stuff like that. Love Gregory, but that this is gladiator food. That's what they ate. Mm. They didn't eat meat before fights. They ate barley. Really? I didn't that, know that. That's actually. gladiator food right there, barley. Is that so. is that because of performance benefits or because they were slaves who oh no no were not some, given some of them were champions that sort right. of think like modern NFL stars but okay. you know optimizing their performance optimizing yeah that 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 you start to feel this like like clean sort of power because meat yeah. is great but you feel kind of sluggish afterwards you feel strong but you also sure. feel kind of sluggish yeah well it takes it takes your body energy to digest that stuff so yeah. diet is is key obviously but going back to I guess the exercise component is yeah. it. I feel like a lot of people, I mean, myself included, struggle with following through on like a routine, for example. Do, do you feel like it's easier to consistently go and work out? Because you've done it at this point in both worlds, yeah. so to speak, right? In Jordanville or I guess outside or back home or whatever you want to call it. 
Well, I'll admit, the incentive I had back home was the fact that the gym was, first of all, massive. You had everything available there. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, in a public area, big shopping plaza, five minutes from my house. And, yep. of course, there are a lot of girls, you know, your age. And you always go in there hoping, yes. like, wow, what if something happens? Okay, fun fact, it doesn't. <laughs> You're not going to meet yeah. someone at the gym. The likelihood yeah. of that happening is very low. And that's, if you do, that's true. Mm, I want to ask yourself why. Why? Right, what's what's yeah. actually going on here? Yeah, what's right? going on is here? Is this because the best type of She didn't go up to you because situation. you have a nice soul. And you don't go up to her because, you know, <laughs> she should totally be a great Orthodox wife. You know, there's something else at play here, okay? Very so. important to keep things like that in mind yeah, yeah very yeah. important because you forget sometimes you get a little silly and you sure, forget sure, sure but uh in Jordanville it's different um mm-hmm. if I was working out all by myself I wouldn't want to but now that you have we have a group of like three four people under Luke it's small but mm-hmm. they when they start moving past the gym you hear the, the weights clanking because they're dorm oh, yeah. you know you hear everything you get down there and you do it so. Yeah, it's in. Uh, I, I only visited that area once, I think. Right, it's kind of in the basement. Uh, yeah, we're working on it. On the, on okay, the so you you guys are improving that yeah. that situation. That's good. It really just comes down to two things: uh, listening to Luke, yeah, and uh, having the right diet. And the diet, like I said, that worries most people. Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. I've heard people, you know, like squirm, you know, and start getting all squeamish at the thought of fasting. But we had a former football player who worked mm-hmm. was in the NFL, Ilya Yaratshuk. He's an Orthodox Christian, Russian Orthodox, Orthodox Christian. Christian. He's NFL part of Rokor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, his father is um, Deacon Joseph Yaratshuk. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so he told us once when I was a summer boy there that he was in an, an, in the NFL and during the training part where they overlapped the great lent mm-hmm. he would go into pb and j sandwich mode that was it he wow. wouldn't eat what they were giving them and the trainer was freaking out he's like <laughs> he's like dude you're in the nfl like you, you need to be eating meat and he's like no i'm gonna fast and he, he wow. played just fine you know well that's amazing because that's a testament to i guess what we were talking about earlier which is um you know you can have all sorts of goals and yeah. it's okay to have yeah. to just you know if you want to look better that's great like it's all about the the hierarchy and how you structure it and, and what what takes you know uh, priority top priority yeah. in your in your structure. So, how do you feel? I mean, where what what is the priority for you, and where does fitness and working out and and looking yoked fit into that <sighs> priority structure? Yeah. I actually spoke to another seminar about this who was formerly at one point trying trying out for Olympic swimming. I mean, he's one Very of intense. the most active people I've ever met in my life. He can do a one-arm pull-up and then swing his legs up in the air, like straight, <laughs> like a candle. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But he told me that he stopped because at one point he realized it's all he thought about. It became his idol. That's wow. another thing that no one in modern society will tell you, that working out can become an idol. You become like addicted to yourself and not in a good way yeah in the sense where you're constantly looking in the mirror i know narcissism. a lot of guys narcissism yeah. and you, you form a uh, body dysmorphia i've personally mm. known people like that yeah they look amazing like greek mm-hmm. god statues mm-hmm. or something and they keep looking in the mirror and like you're always a little too small a little or a little small, too fat or whatever it might be right that's not healthy you become yeah, not it, at all. It, it becomes an idol so you have to make sure that if you start seeing that happening you need to scale back because right. that's not important if you're right. standing at the dread judgment god was like you know, like, hey, you're you're built, but you know, you spend your whole life idolizing yourself. <laughs> you're not gonna walk right. into the you know, like, pearly gates of heaven with your big muscles. Sure. You know. Well, yeah, you're you. you I mean, you don't take your body with you. Right? You don't exactly. <laughs> it stays all behind. Yeah. Your soul is not gonna show your rippling veins. You know that yeah. that is very much sort of like a outwards thing. If you're working out for the sake of discipline, for the sake of becoming a better person, that's a good goal. There's nothing wrong with looking nice, but wanting to be uniform, composed, strong, that is a good quality to pursue, definitely.
What a great conclusion. Andre, thank you for uh, sharing your thoughts. You're most welcome. Thank you.